Hello and welcome to Pop Salsa, a weekly geek-centric podcast where we dive in and unpack the week's entertainment news, focusing on TV and film. I am your host, Joel, accompanied by my good friend, like always, Ernesto. Hey! Let's get into it. Not a lot of uh, news coming out of the the industry this week. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, it's been, I don't know why, like, it generally, like, for years, it you know the 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 fucking things just start hits the ground running, but I guess everybody's still reading about the Jeremy Renner thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we do have uh, an arrogant prick to talk about, James Cameron. <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> not not that uh, uh, no Jeremy Renner is an arrogant prick. No, <laughs> by all accounts, no. sounds like a really nice guy, but yeah. On the opposite side of the spectrum. He's a damn hero. James Cameron. And yeah, and then you have yeah. James Cameron. Oh my god, James Cameron. If, if You have... James Cameron, obviously, like, he deserves his merit as a director and his contributions to sci-fi, but god mm-hmm. damn, he's just a terrible personality. <laughs> that usually goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Yeah. It's it's like, dude, you you have, like, the father of so many technology that's that's innovated the the industry but this dude just shut the fuck up man. <laughs> what are you saying now what's got you so uh so what the tilted? fuck isn't he saying but <laughs> th- the thing that's gonna just like add more to his fucking ego is that he has directed three of the top five grossing films of all time yeah mm, and the, the one thing that i always like to 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 think about that makes me feel better is that if you adjust for like inflation and ticket sales and all that stuff those numbers go way down right <laughs> do they <laughs> i yeah because like how much is a fucking movie ticket now compared to 2009 when avatar came out oh i see i see what you mean you know how much how much is a a movie ticket from 2009 compared to when titanic came out mm, mm-hmm. you know like so it, it i don't i think that to achieve those numbers you have to have less people watch the movie nowadays yeah because the movie tickets are so much more expensive and same with avatar didn't they re-release that like twice yeah, or three times did. because of the way of water probably but it's like it's okay dude we get it you're in love with avatar and you hate everything that isn't avatar or anything that you didn't do but just like make your movies and you know sit in the background. You know, no, <laughs> nobody's asking for your fucking opinion on superhero movies or you know sci-fi films and stuff like that. It's don't hate people just because they have different tastes. Right. Yeah. I like he sits on a, a throne of money, you know, and like you said, he's definitely contributed to the industry at large. Like Terminator, just the technology used to make term the in Terminator two. I mean, like the technology used to do the T one thousand. Like amazing, yeah. right? Like, who would have thought liquid metal would be an enemy? But oh my god, it would have been terrifying enemy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but and then you have Avatar, and you know, and all that stuff, and he he just he he's he's punching down or punching adjacent to him, and it's it's really annoying. Yeah, it's like one of those those people. Um, the hey, look at me, mm. you know? Yeah, like one of the things that still fucking pisses me off so much about what he said was that. Um, he was trying to say that Wonder Woman isn't a strong female. Oh, female I remember model. that. Yeah, he was comparing to Ripley, right? Yeah, he was saying like this character isn't a a strong female model, but my character, the one I created, it, yeah, it is. It's a perfect example. Of a female. <laughs> like, who the fuck made you the authority on that, dude? Shut the fuck up. Right. Yeah. It's. 
I he does a lot of hot takes, and I feel like that's that's what he's going to be known for now. Or he's known for in general yeah. is just I, I remember there's a there was one stunt in I believe Terminator Two, and it was like a helicopter stunt, and it was a very obviously if you see the scene, it's a very dangerous stunt. And then one of the I think the camera crew they didn't want to do it because you know you could die, and he was like you know give me the yeah. camera and I'll do it myself. And it, there's it's cool to see like oh he's gonna risk life and limb. But I'm sure in his eyes, like you, you freaking d bag. Like I'll do it myself then, you know, kind of, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, I mean the the that South Park episode had the perfect take take on him. Oh you know, with yeah, the yeah. song and everything, praising how good he is. Yeah, doesn't think his fucking shit doesn't stink. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and when yeah, it comes to Avatar, I don't, I haven't seen Avatar two, so take what I say with a gigantic barrel of salt. But I've seen Avatar one, and I've only seen it once, and I I don't. I can't wrap my head around how good that is. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, like the correlation between watching Avatar 1 and seeing how, like, gangbusters it's done. Like, you don't get you don't get it, right? Yeah, because the biggest complaint with CGI throw-up, like, even with the Quantumania trailer, right? Ant- Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Uh, we discussed in our last podcast that it, it looks like it does CGI right. Right, it does it for the background. It's not really the one that's you know in in front of you, so it, you can't do that uncanny valley. But now imagine Avatar, where the whole everything is CGI, and and like Lucas got crap for that. Arguably, it was bad, yeah. but you know now when Cameron does it, it's like a hundred percent gangbusters. You know, CGI everything is the best thing in the world, and. Yeah, I mean, it's like, and then also you have, like, I, I haven't seen either of the Avatar films, but <laughs> the, the consensus I get is that the stories aren't that original. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about the second one, but it's the, especially the first one, you know, it's Dances with Wolf, but in blue cats and shit like that. Yeah, that's what I hear so, a lot. Like, yeah, you know, so you have these these stories that have, you know, basically been retold in a super CGI throw up kind of way, but people are still flocking to it. And then like his whole thing is 3D, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And as a person with glasses, I can't really see 3D. <laughs> as you know, people with glasses can't naturally, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. so I, 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 I don't get that effect. Yeah. And then if the story isn't compelling enough to make me feel like, oh, this is awesome. Like what? What is there else? You know, right. there's no substance. It's it's all chuff. Yeah, I uh, I mean, Dances with Wolves. I remember when I first watched it, I was like, that's. I, I was thinking Pocahontas, right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking of Pocahontas. If you know, Pocahontas could kill her own body. Spoilers on Avatar. I guess it came out two years ago, uh, twenty years ago, and some change. But uh, yeah, yeah, if I could kill your body and wear another person's body, kind of thing, Pocahontas would fight on the side of the other side or something. I don't know. <laughs> It's it's yeah. again like you said it's it's a narrative that we've seen a lot, and maybe that's to say the was that it the audience doesn't really care because we have superhero movies and those aren't really narratively paying off nowadays. No, or, but again, the, with the superhero films, these are characters that we've grown up with. You know, mm-hmm. we've read the books, played video games, watched the animated shows, and finally seeing them interpreted into a live action form. That's more than enough for the average, you know, fan to go and watch a film. Yeah. You know, with Avatar, it's something new, quote unquote, that 
you know, hasn't existed before, but the only thing that's there is because the technology he creates to make the film. So do you think it's it's a little bit more of the technology that people are wowed about than narrative itself? Yeah, I think they're just sheeple. You know? <laughs> they, they see something shiny and say, oh, look. <laughs> right. But yeah, like I, I haven't seen the films. I, I do not plan on ever watching them. Mm. So I not even in like a most likely, not even the first one just to to binge fuck it. Fuck that. No, <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> I'm definitely talking out of my ass here, but. Hey, so is Cameron when he's he's criticizing. Well, you've you've seen Titanic, characters. though, right? Yeah, I saw that. So, one, yeah. is that is that one of the better Camerons? One of the better Cameron movies? No, really? I would say T two. T two, yeah. I see T two is not even on this list. Yeah, Crazy. but like T two is just completely it's you know, perfect re- rejuvenized yeah exactly re- regenerated the, the sci-fi genre because like especially in the 80s yeah sci-fi had become a, a, in the kin of like slasher you know mm. where it's oh it's a little jokey it's campy and stuff like that but then you come with this really fucking interesting um twist to the character from the first one and then introduce a terrifying new villain yeah and have the story you know nice and compact make sense and everything but then you have Titanic, which is a, a essentially a, like a biopic of for the ship. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that makes sense on how how well received it is. It's basically mm-hmm. you know a love kind of com, not rom com. There's no comedy in it, right? I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, Titanic. Yeah, Titanic. It's not a comedy, right? No. It's not a rom com. No. Like, oh no. Okay. No. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a romantic, but I don't think there's any anything funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, with when it comes to Terminator, definitely, it's it feels like he's he should get more praise with that. I feel just because there, it's it's perfect. It's the most per- one of the most perfect sequels. I can I can I can say with confidence. Just because, like you said, the yeah. twist and then the technology, you know, like not just the T-1000, but, you know, the the robots and the hunter killers and stuff like that, especially in the 90s. Crazy. Yeah, it's 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 the the same vein as like the Dark Knight, Empire Strikes Back, mm. T2, you know, these films that essentially saved a the, the genre of film, you know, not genre, the title. There you go. Save right. the title, you know, because right. like. With Nolan, they were hinging a lot on uh, the the second one because the first one wasn't all that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, a New Hope, fucking super slow. You yeah, know? yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> the first Terminator wasn't wasn't. If you watch it again, it doesn't age well. To be honest with you, no. yeah, yeah. So like, I'm not obviously like I'm not shitting on James Cameron from the merit. He obviously deserves the all the acclaim he's earned. Mm. But as a person, I just think he's an asshole. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I I agree <laughs> that he's just he's uh, come on, be humble. You know what I mean? But he, he's a great filmmaker. On the person, on the other hand, uh. yeah, the fuck, yeah, man, he's just and, and the, like that. That's another thing. Like, do you think he, you know, speaks when nobody asks him to because he wants to keep his name in the spotlight? Mm-hmm. Like for the longest time in between movies, he was you know deep sea diving and shit like that with his fleet of submarines, <laughs> and it, and every, and the the world was happy. It's like oh, what's James Cameron doing now? Oh, he's in he's you know made a bunch of submarines and he's gonna go find Titanic. Yeah, but then like now he starts opening his fucking mouth and shitting on on movies that he may not like, but somebody out there likes him. Yeah, I feel like you it's know, a he, little bit he, of both. Yeah, 
Yeah, because it's like like you said, it's something that it's it's with the movie, you know, to get his name out and get public interest, I feel. But also it's superhero films are just easy target nowadays just because they're all over the market. That's what people like right now. And some people don't want to go with the stream, which is natural. But, you know, it, it, like you said, someone down the line, someone in a, maybe in another country, same thing with Avatar, right? They see Avatar 1 and they love it and they, they don't want someone to just kind of someone who's a very big filmmaker just crapping on it. You know, like, oh, I'm in the wrong. I'm sorry for my fandom kind of thing. Yeah, I remember like you do remember uh, when the first one came out, even if you hinted at you didn't like it, people looked at you like you were a plague victim. or oh, something. Oh, Jesus. Right. Isn't that? Yeah. <laughs> It's like what the fuck, man! We're entitled to our own opinions. Right? Like, if you liked it, fine. That's that's great. You you bought into the hype. And <laughs> like I knew people, I knew people who went only just because of the 3D. I knew people who went only because they re-released it with like three seconds of new shit. You know? Yeah. Like, it's the same. It's the same thing with the uh, Endgame. I went when they re-released. They released it with like that fucking weird as hulk scene that made no fucking sense <laughs> right <laughs> yeah fandoms work best when you stay in your fandom you know what i mean like crucifying people and saying oh what's wrong with you unless you know them right like if we're friends and we do that that's fine but if you go to strangers and they say hey i didn't watch avatar i didn't think much about it and then you you get all up and rowdy about it it's it's not really something i'd like to do or like to see no, yeah, I agree with you. It's like, and and again, I'm not a talk. I'm not you know shit talking James Cameron, for <laughs> but he is the movies or anything like that. <laughs> He's just a dick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. And that, I mean, that goes hand in hand with most filmmakers who are geniuses, right? Kubrick was an, historically mm-hmm. a dick as well. You know, who needs two hundred and fifty-seven takes of a scene that lasts for a five minutes or something like that, yeah. right? Or even. Tarantino to some extent. He put his 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 talent to hell and the artwork shows, the art shows, but really you're gonna lose a friend just putting them through that kind of crap. Same with Cameron. At least Cameron keeps it yeah. in his in his circle. He's just kind of on his soapbox yelling crap. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And like but do you think that because James Cameron has garnered such acclaim mm-hmm. with his films? And he's all he does is just shit on you know the fandom culture. Do you think that's going to deter people from future from the future from the future of in like superhero stuff when he talks yeah. crap to that? Oh yeah, mm. I agree. I would I would think that too. Just because when it comes to drawing lines in the sta- in the sand, there's always going to be that. And Cameron always is is drawing lines that he doesn't think superhero movies are movies to some extent. And Avatar is one of the best things he's ever made. So there's going to be people who obviously are going to agree to that. And there's going to be people who don't agree with that. And there will be people who will become creatives in the industry and say and do the same stuff that Cameron said. It'll kind of ripple down to people. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just had a flashback to when I took um, film classes at PCC. <laughs> the fucking snobs. Oh, right. I couldn't, I couldn't fucking stand it. Right. And that's that's when I draw the line, too. You know, just let people yeah. enjoy what they want to do. And if they don't watch this, then it's fine. It's not like it's the end of the world. You can tell them, hey, you should watch it to see how it goes. And if they say no, then just leave it at that. Right. It's it's something that you just want to keep in your circle. I don't care how much you say Return of the Jedi is the best Star Wars because it's not. And you're not going to change my mind. So get out of my face. <laughs> yeah. But I also I also get the sense that um, 
what James Cameron is that there's a an aura of jealousy. <laughs> I would that's putting it lightly, isn't it? Because yeah, <laughs> like for for the longest time, his movies were the highest grossing of all time, whether or not you liked them, whether or not they were good or not. Right. But then when the superhero genre exploded out of nowhere, he kind of felt. I, I'm, this is obviously just me speculating, guessing. Yeah. He's like, hey, like my shit's you know semi original. Why 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 is something that's been existed before making more money than than my properties? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree. I I was there. I was part of that band. Like, yeah, whatever it takes. Screw Avatar. You know what I mean? I was, uh, I'll buy five tickets because it's it's. I and his he was able to kind of, I guess, congratulate them. But I do feel like Cameron would be that kind of person. Again, I'm speculating with a kind of person who's very competitive, uh, regarding yeah. his craft. So. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Um, do you go to, do you like going to, uh, amusement parks often? Nope. <laughs> I know you've been to the Star Wars land, right? Yeah. I don't like roller coasters, but I love theme parks. Yeah. Like Universal Studios. You don't like roller coasters? I don't like roller coasters. Hmm. I, I go to Universal I and I don't go, you know, the Jurassic World roller coaster. I'll oh, not yeah. go to that. I hate that. Yeah, man. I remember one time I went, like my birthday's in, uh, around Halloween. Mm. So I went to Six Flags and they had their, um, their like Halloween thing that they had going on. So everybody that was at the theme park was going to like the mazes and shit like that. But the, the rides were basically empty. So like me and, and the, the group of people I went with were just like, get on the ride. Keep and going. Immediately run, run down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Or run down the stairs and rack, run back up and shit like that because there was nobody in line. Right. But we have a, a, when 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 can you say like this trend started of like a specialized you know world within a theme park? Would you want to say like Harry Potter? Uh I want to say Harry Potter as well, but I feel like this has been happening for a while before our time. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah I, I mean. see but like I remember the one time I've been to to Disneyland way back in the way back. Mm. They had the Star Wars ride, but it wasn't like a, a it was Star Tours. Far, yeah, yeah, the Star Tours ride. Star they didn't have like right. the the Fuck! What's it called now? The, uh, the Star Wars. Uh, yeah, the like the outpost, right? The, the it's yeah, a cordon off. Galaxy far, far right? away or something <laughs> like right. that. It was it part was, of, a part of Disneyland. Yeah, it was, it was its own special area. It was like on the map because you have Frontierland mm-hmm. and then you have Star Wars mm-hmm. World or whatever. I forget the name of it was called. Like, yeah, I get where you're going. Yeah, but you you went to that, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. And then they have yeah. the Marvel one in California Adventure, where it's like uh, Avengers mm-hmm. Campus. Yeah, that was their own little mm-hmm. thing. So Universal Studios Hollywood here in LA has mm. is opening has opened a Super Nintendo World. Ooh. Which is awesome, right? You excited? In a way I am, just because like the the Nintendo was such a big part of growing up playing video games. Right. You know, why and it makes sense too like why not have a a, a specialized theme park for a a, a property that is so ingrained in people's lives in the culture yeah yeah and from what there there were photos released of the opening and from what i've seen they're really they're really cool <laughs> they're they're really cool i'm not a big mario dude and i say that because i i haven't played anything outside of the new the first one 
Mario, mm-hmm. you know, on the NES. How does that happen? I know. How do you only play the SNES or the NES Mario and be like, you know, I'm, this is as good as it's going to ever get and I'm done. I don't, I don't know. I've never played. Okay. It's not that I never played, but I've never played it to completion. You know, story of my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I've only played that once and I just play that all day. That's the only thing I would play. The only thing I could afford actually. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, I was in the same boat. I only had like three games growing up in sixty four, but yeah, I mean, like this the 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 super Super Nintendo world at Universal Studios. Obviously, I don't know like to what point they plan on developing it, just because Nintendo has so many properties, right? Right. That obviously their their flagship character is Mario. So maybe do you think eventually if they haven't already incorporate like Zelda characters, Star Fox characters. Um, Fucking was it Metroid? Yeah, Samus characters and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah Samus. Uh, the thing is, you know, have right. have like a laser tag esque um, Super Smash Brothers. You know right. that type of shit. Dude, that sounds sick. Uh, I I don't <laughs> I don't know why they did it this way though. I, I, like they have it. It's a little section, and if you ever been to Universal Hollywood, and it's it's on the way to the Transformers ride, right? The ones in Jurassic mm-hmm. World down the escalator, the long ass escalator past the mist fans and it's right there to the right and it's a very kind of small cordon off area and like you said the properties there's so many properties they can add that it that will not enough room (laughs) to have only those little only super mario themed uh, characters yeah like it's almost as if it should be its own theme right right Something that like a la Lego Legoland Lego World Legoland What's the one that's down there yeah Legoland, yeah, Legoland. Legoland. there you right. go yeah yeah <laughs> where it's its own thing and obviously uh Super uh, Super Nintendo being a gigantic property of its own right I I do get what you're kind of saying where like it kind of does its a disservice being in such a small little corded off area in uh Universal Studios Hollywood yeah. It's uh, I'm I'm looking at the photos. Oh, I looked at the photos, and it, there's so much content that I know of, like like a Koopa. Like there's a thing called a Mecha mm-hmm. Koopa, and I didn't know that was a thing, but I know what a Koopa is, so <laughs> I'm excited to see <laughs> that. And there's food there too. There's like I love themed food, and I haven't seen any photos of the food, but hopefully they're themed, <laughs> Super Mario World themed. Like I can eat a mushroom, like a one up mushroom or something. Yeah, I'm trying to think like what. What like super what what food exists in the Super Nintendo universe? And I don't know, but oh, a mushroom is obviously the like not even a burger, just a one. It's just a plate with a big ass <laughs> mushroom. I would go crazy and be filled yeah, with water. That'd, that'd be it would have to be like some sort of cake or something, you know, like a, a mushroom, a cupcake that looks like a oh, mushroom. Oh, bro, that. that's that's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> or how about a, just like some uh. Some soggy ass mushroom they they cut from the, <laughs> from, right. the from the freeway. Oh, they're, they're gross! <laughs> Ugh, that's disgusting. <laughs> uh, well, there goes my image. Uh, a cake is much better. A cupcake, sure. Yeah, a cupcake, uh, something. You know, would a fire flower salad be weird? A fire fire flower salad? Would that be a weird name? Mm. Like you're eating. F- it would be. I mean, like, what what would make give it the fire? Would it make it spicy? And then then would it be a spicy salad? Yeah. No. <laughs> Is that a bad idea? That sounds good to me. A spicy salad. I don't. What yeah, dude. Fuck? I'm freaking hungry. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I was thinking like, um, you know, like they they sell like the like the the lights and stuff like that. Mm. 
like the fire flower, it could easily be like a, a handheld light or something you could buy. Oh yeah, that would be freaking cool. Or a hat, like the you know that the white well. the white when he becomes he puts white overalls right right like a white mm-hmm. shirt and red overalls when he gets the fire flower. Yeah, like a fire flower yeah. hat if you have it would be really cool. They're probably gonna have yeah. Luigi and Mario hats for sure, but. You know, for the for the hardcore fans who've <laughs> only played one, Dude, they should you know they should do is sell the turtle shells. Oh, that would be so! I'll chuck that at so many friends. <laughs> Just throw them like all of them though, like a red one, a green one. Yeah, it has to be a, a blue green, one, blue one. Yeah, a blue one. Or how about a a star? star yeah, the little well. star yeah, thing, cool. and like a plushie. If you hug it, it starts making the sounds. Star powered. How how do you eventually they have to have like some sort of go kart track, right? Because yeah. like how do you not? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mario Kart being one of the the more prominent uh game titles for this console, how do you not have a a go kart track on on a Super Nintendo world? Yeah, they have a roller coaster of the go kart track, but I would love a, a, a separate go kart track. Yeah, it's it's not the same a roller coaster. Yeah, you don't control it. Yeah, definitely. That yeah, that'd be pretty cool. So it's uh, um, it looks amazing, and I don't. The thing is with me, I I love those themed kind of centered places and theme parks, like the Harry Potter world. I've been to so many times, and I love that place. But the my, yeah, you're a our resident Harry Potter fan. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself a resident Harry Potter fan. I, <laughs> I haven't read the books, but um, it, the crowds is what I don't like naturally. So oh, yeah, the crowds is always the shitty part of it. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. You know, the line at food at school, crowds suck. But traffic, traffic. Oh, that's definitely one of them. And when yeah. when it comes to this, it looks like a little small confined space, and I could just imagine it being, you know, capacity full of capacity with so many people going to it. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would have to imagine that they have like some sort of rollout, like they did with um. When the Star Wars park opened, where you had to reserve a time slot. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, just because, like, if anything, the the Nintendo fan base are probably one of the more rabid ones <laughs> right. out there. Right. That's what. I, I mean, not even not, you don't even have to be a fan. Like, you can be like me, who's played like mm-hmm. the first one only, and go to want to go to the theme park to see how it goes. And you don't have to be the super in, into it who've played every Super Mario game. There's just so many fans and so many generations. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's definitely a, an interesting project that they have going on. Um, I'm wondering like how much they're gonna expand it if they do. Mm-hmm. What games they're gonna incorporate? Like, because you could easily like the technology that's that the Star Wars land uses. It's above and beyond anything we've ever seen, right? Where you could like pilot the Millennium Falcon and shit like that. Yeah. Their their video game titles like Star Fox, you know, why not have it be your a jet pilot, you know, in in fighting a war or something like have those type of rides. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. Have it like like we said, like the go-kart track. That'd be dope. Have it like a laser tag a la um Smash Brothers type of thing that they have going on. You know, something yeah. where it's like it incorporates the game into the theme land in a more interactive way yeah yeah definitely and i feel like nintendo doing this licensing i i think it's licensing i don't know if they can just take it out but uh, i i like having this deal with universal studios does open the possibility of it them expanding to other properties maybe who knows yeah and and, and this also coincides with the uh super mario movie opening up in a couple months right 
So it's going to obviously drum up business for that as well. Yeah, definitely. And I could just imagine seeing Chris Pratt show up on the theme park. Not 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 just showing up for, you know, showing up purposes, but marketing purposes. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. I saw I remember when when the when that trailer dropped and like the backlash of having Chris Pratt's voice and stuff like that and we were we both came to the consensus of like it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, all the all the essence the the elements are there so that the the essence of the characters is is enough. Yeah. But then I saw somebody cut that trailer with the original Mario voice. Mhm. And I got to say it did not work. <laughs> did it in what way? <laughs> it just it just felt a little off just because like it might be the medium. Uh-huh. Like you're so used to having um, these this character only say like a couple words <laughs> right. in a short amount of time. But if like you're having full on conversations and dialogue, you're like, oh, this is this is a little weird. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. Is that just because it's a perfect look, right? Like even when mm-hmm. it comes to adaptations for video games, just because the actress or the actor looks like the character doesn't mean they can act like the character yeah so voice like, acting is just out there it's the thing with uh with fallout uh, you know, like fallout we have the set photos that 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 came out or leaked or whatever i, don't, I, I guess at this point leaked doesn't mean the same thing it did you know 10 years ago <laughs> right but but somebody posted a set set of photos from the fallout tv show showing the what is it the red rocket garage yeah which is you know very fallout 4 yeah but they don't have the the like the iconic characters like Mario is, you know, just because it's its own world, you know, like and each character, each store, each game had a different main title character. Right, right. But you have all the elements in in there that makes you feel like, all right, whatever it is that they're doing, this looks like Fallout. And I'm happy with that. Yeah, definitely. It seems like it's not just and they're leaving creative liberties as well to it. Because from what we've seen in the the leaked photos or whatever photos, it, it is the Red Rocket Garage or a Red Rocket Garage, but mm-hmm. it, it looks like it's from Fallout. Like looking at looking at it, there's the sign for like Nuka Cola. I think there's a sign for the one of the competitors, the motor competitors for the robots. I don't remember the name at the top of my head, but there's even a, a case that looks like Coca Cola, but it says Nuka Cola. So it's definitely within the world, but also there's enough liberties taken so that it's kind of within our world kind of deal. Yeah. And, and I love that they have the, um, like the old timey fifties style look to everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be really cool. And I don't know if people have seen it, uh, but one of the photos actually has from fallout four, uh, where you soup up your power armor. So it's the power armor station. Yeah, the power yes, the power armor station. Not the second one, but the first one you get when it has like a little mini crane on it, you know, to hold it up so you don't get crushed yeah. and stuff like that. And it's right in front of the Red Rocket Garage, and I'm super excited because that means there's gonna be power armor. We we've seen power armor, right? But it gets mm-hmm. me more even excited that we're gonna see maybe the character or a character outside of the power armor putting the power armor on or something like that, and yeah. Do you think that once they do incorporate the power armor, do you think they're going to do a Tony Stark-esque inside the, the helmet view? Uh, Yeah. And I I don't know how, how high-tech. <laughs> I don't think it's going to mm-hmm. be high-tech. It's going to be like a glorified miner's helmet, to, to be frank. It's not going to be like a UI kind of high-tech interface because it didn't feel like that, really. It just felt like you're putting a big suit of armor on and, uh, you know, Jesus take the wheel. 
<laughs> yeah. So I they I feel like they're definitely gonna have the shot inside the helmet, you know, for acting purposes, but not the whole, you know, Jarvis with an AI component in it or some sort of fancy wancy high tech uh, UI to it. No, yeah, like, that was that's what I was obviously because there there really isn't like a an AI element in the Fallout world. Yeah, you know, not counting the the robots. Yeah, Liberty Prime. But <laughs> oh my God, do you think they're gonna do <laughs> no, Liberty Prime? Don't, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> freaking. Oh, I would lose my crap. I would I would absolutely lose my crap if they introduced Liberty Prime in any do capacity. You think it's gonna be. <laughs> No, look, we want the like the legit yes. Liberty P- Prime, not some sanitized down version. No, of Liberty Prime, you know? we want the fucking commie hating, <laughs> red killing Liberty Prime that made us all fall in love. Yes, <laughs> yes, communism is was it freedom is every <laughs> not humans right, but every American's right. You know, and chucking yeah. freaking. <laughs> Big ass nukes at people. <laughs> I freaking love it. Yeah, I would, I would lose yeah. my crap if they had Liberty Prime. The only thing that that does worry me mm. is that it's borrowing heavily from Fallout Four. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's a just bad because thing? like Fallout, 4, it's not not necessarily a bad thing. Mm. It's just that Fallout Four is look like it, the game engine changed between uh, New Vegas to Fallout Four. Mm-hmm. That it kind of made everything like this cartoony 3D look. Oh, I see what you mean. Like even the yeah. even the the jumpsuits, like the jumpsuits yeah. in four, it looks a little bit. There's ridges to it, and it just mm. kind of looked weird than the ones that we're used to, which is basically just a jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah. I so like yeah. I, it was it was all in effect of like giving more detail to the to the characters and stuff like that, the mm-hmm. graphics and all that shit. But it. it you know, fine, whatever. I just didn't <laughs> feel like it. It, it made a. It, I don't feel like it added anything. Mm, I see. Maybe, you know? maybe it's gonna be a combination of both. Uh, I I do feel that it is rooted in the technology, or at least the world in Fallout Four. But maybe something we'll we'll see some armor or some sort of raider outfit, or even in an NCR armor piece, to some extent, because they have to call back to the other properties. To, yeah. Yeah. What do you think the story is going to be? There? I have no idea. Revenge, looking for a water chip. <laughs> father. Uh, I, I, <laughs> looking for father, looking for son. <laughs> looking for son, looking for dog meat. Um, all of yeah. the above. <laughs> to be, I think I think there's going to be yeah. some sort of hero's journey uh, with it. And do you remember the trailer for um, Fallout 4 with mm-hmm. uh, the Wanderer? Mm-hmm. The Wanderer yes. trailer? Yes, one of my and favorite trailers. That, yeah, like that look... If they could replicate that look for the live action, that'd be perfect. Yes, it, it definitely. Even the themes of it. I would love to see a hero mm-hmm. that, uh, because it's going to be us. Not everyone, like Fallout is popular, sure, but not everyone knows the game. It's not something that everyone's going to, oh, I know Fallout. I know what this is. I know what that is. So there has to be a narrative where it's someone who's a fish out of water, maybe literally, and going into this post-apocalyptic world and learning the ropes about it, you know, finds a power armor and decides to, hey, I know what that is, and jump into it where no one else knows what power armor is. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I feel like Fallout is one of those games that has a massive fan base, mm-hmm. but not that the, you know, average video game fan knows about. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then hopefully amazon uh can do this right right that's that's where it's going to be on amazon right yeah 
hopefully Amazon could do could do the characters, the fans, the fan base, the the title justice and and bring the you know the world of Fallout to to life. And if they don't get um Ron Perlman as a narrator, then we riot. Yeah, definitely. I can hear it in my head. So for for those who don't know, Ron Perlman never changes. Right, absolutely. The new the new Fallout's uh, Fallout Three and to Fallout Four and Fallout Seventy Six, I believe to some extent, uh, Ron Perlman voiced a a character at the beginning, and it's just a narrator, and he's just Mm -hmm. it's such a deep kind of very soothing, very intimidating voice, and like Joel's just said right now. The line is always war. War never changes, and that line yeah. just kind of ripples in my body. <laughs> Stuff oh like God, that. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's, a, it's like the for those of us who know know type of situation. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. And I'm I hope Amazon does a good job. I I hope it's not just cut and paste, and that they do mm-hmm. take some liberties that because not a lot of liberty, not a lot of things translate into into TV as well as it did in the video games. Yeah, the fucking. Halo being one of them. Oh yeah, that's right. You watched that. <laughs> Fuck man. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. We haven't heard anything about Halo season two, huh? Oh, we did. We did. We did. Yeah, there was a Halo two on the works, but uh, other than that, we didn't. On a Halo two, Halo season two, <laughs> TV series. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Looking forward for that um, one. <laughs> God no. <laughs> we have. Um, the final gasps of what looks like to be bloodletting. At... Final gasps. <laughs> I mean, come on. What? How else are we gonna 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 describe it? This the 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 literally gut gutting of the DC EU right. over at um, Warner Brothers. And for those of you who don't know, Doom Patrol and the Teen Titans live action uh, shows have been canceled. And by all intents and purposes, this is something that has happened before. You know the decision came to 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 for these shows to come to an end before James Gunn came into the into picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on Rocky so, Foundation already, weren't they? Yeah, well, just because like they started off on the DC Universe app, uh-huh. and then when when that merged to the uh, HBO Max, it's not like you were like, hey, you have a subscription for DCEU. You that also counts towards your subscription to, of HBO Max. It was like mm-hmm. this is gone. Now you have to resubscribe to this. One. Oh Jesus! Really? I forgot about that. I mean, that's what makes sense, no? Yeah, yeah. So, and then again, it's one of those things where we see it happen a bunch of times in network TV, where like one show gets moved from time slot to time slot, and you know, fan base isn't invested enough. I guess you could say to like follow it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, but I, I never watched these two shows, but supposedly they were really good. Yeah. You know, we, we had our reservations when they first announced the Teen Titans and the lineup and all that stuff. But then apparently it was, you know, pretty decent. Yeah. I watched a season one of Doom Patrol and got it. It's it, people want to say it's like Suicide Squad. It's like Guardians of the Galaxy. And for the most part, they're correct. But it's so freaking funny, and Brandon Fraser voices one of the characters, and he's the pretty Invisible amazing. Invisible Man, what's his name? Uh, the robot. No, no, the Iron Man. Yeah, yeah the, the Iron. Um, I, I forget his name. Bronze like dude. The bronze dude. <laughs> <laughs> the copper guy, right? Yeah, yes, <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> yeah, he, he plays one of those characters, and he's just fantastic, even though you don't see his face too much. But he just has that that charisma, and the majority of all these characters have their certain charisma to them. Uh, Titans, I can't yeah. say a lot about. 
I haven't really watched Titans. But I've heard the controversies. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, there's no way you could get around that. But yeah. supposedly it was also, like, it again, it started off a little rocky and stuff like that. But if you gave it an opportunity, then you would have been hooked in. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. Yeah. But hopefully um, whatever happens with the DCEU, well, DCU now, right? What What's good, the new, the new name? <laughs> DCU, I believe. It's DC. <laughs> you're, DCU. You're right, right the first time, yeah. <laughs> at least they're Hopefully, ending on their own terms right yeah that's the one thing that the article pointed out that um we read that both the uh, the tv show creators kind of saw the writing on the wall and made you know this season four be its last season and they wrote themselves to that point yeah so it's not like a firefly type of situation where <laughs> you know it ends on a on a note and everybody's like what happened yeah definitely it's like hey what happened where'd it go like yeah we ran out of money <laughs> yeah um one thing we haven't really heard anything about much is peacekeep peacemaker right right that, that's right, like, that's gonna what, be fine <laughs> yeah it, it is gonna be fine but like when is season two because season one was already a year ago yeah i i feel like we're waiting for james cameron to get his first slate of movies out you know just james gunn oh james gunn sorry God, i'm sorry I got the James is confused. James Gunn. <laughs> I got a James Gunn slate of movies to come out first just to, you know, lay the foundation and then we can kind of proliferate it with characters or like fill it with characters that are a little off brand, like Peacemaker. Yeah, suppose supposedly we have big news coming within a month or so, right? Right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so hopefully, hopefully yeah, hopefully by the end of this year we have more Peacemaker because god damn that show was awesome. That show was really good. I was so surprised by yeah. how good that show is because I he he killed Rick Flag, man. I hate <laughs> That's him. That's true. But I hate him. <laughs> and then he made me love him by the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, but it also like it, the question that I, I come to think is like you have this character Peacemaker that came out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> And blew up the scene, but like, how many more of those characters can do you have? Like, how many can you make a Booster Gold type of show where, you know, uh, again comes out of nowhere and then just blows up and just blows up? <laughs> that sounds amazing. Uh, not not Booster Gold blowing up, but someone who just dies a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a time traveler <laughs> yeah. who who always comes back for some reason. That would be a cool mm. riff on Kang if they release it first, but they're not. So miss opportunity. No. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see like a Constantine. Oh, I would love to see Constantine. He's one of my favorite characters in DC. Yeah, uh, Constantine. I would like I would like them to to give Watchmen another go, but like actually stick to the characters and not some made up bullshit from from <laughs> like they did in the in the new version. Oh, of the TV show. Uh, I don't know yeah. if I'll watch that. Really? Yeah, because uh, Alan Moore said no, and Alan Moore is right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he said that like they asked him like, "Oh, what do you think about them doing this to your characters?" He was like, "I don't give a fuck." Yeah, because it's not his characters. He already said he no. didn't want them to do this. He, like, it's all mm-hmm. it's against Watchmen to make money off of Watchmen. Off Watchmen. <laughs> yeah. You hey, know. but you gotta you got a title that's very popular. In one of the the more seminal uh, works in in the graphic not in comic books in in general. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm not I'm not denying its weight. And pop culture, mm. I'm am de- denying that the whole idea of Watchmen is supposed to be against what they're doing right now and just kind of you know proliferating it and stuff. That's true. Yeah. Well, what about um like uh Swamp Thing? 
Swamp Thing. Yeah, have like a a, a live action Swamp Thing show. Didn't they have that, and then it got canceled? Or Swamp Thing or Man Thing? I think they had or no, no Swamp Thing. No, Man, 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 is Man Thing is 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 Marvel. Right. Swamp Thing, I, I I know they had like a uh, podcast. Oh. I, like a weekly episodic podcast. I don't know if they had like an actual live action show. Right. I, I think they had a live action show and it got canceled, mm-hmm. which sucked because I heard the live action show was really good. Yeah. What's wrong with DC right now? <laughs> <laughs> no faith. No faith. No faith. And hopefully James Gunn brings that faith back. But yeah, it's un- it's unfortunate, though, that the one shot we got to see Dr. Fate and it, that was pretty much it for him. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really bode well for the rest of it because that movie was really kind of banking on everyone else. Oh, Black mm-hmm. Adam, right? Because it feels yeah. like they could make their own movie or at least maybe their own show with the JSA, right? Justice, no, wait, Justice Society, Society. of America. Yeah, the JSA. Yeah. yeah, they could make their own about the JSA. They could make, it could spin off a lot of other, you know, narratives and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like the 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 catalog of characters that DC has is... A never-ending well of material that they could pull from. Yeah, um, is just choosing the right ones and that that would engage the 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 fan base enough to warrant having a, like a, a solo standalone show. Like, but there are characters who I would love to see. I would love to see like a Zatanna show. I would love to see yes, um, <laughs> Constantine. Like I said, Swamp Thing. Fucking Space Ghost, give it to me. Space Ghost, I was waiting for Space Ghost. I was waiting for it. Space Ghost always makes it into the discussion for Fuck good yeah, reason. Space Ghost is dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it would be. It would be such a talk about characters that come out of nowhere. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it would be cool to have them integrated. <laughs> I just watched Sandman, and that's technically a DC property, and I would love to see Constantine like along those lines. Yeah, like the rumors of the Justice League Dark mm. have been like in the ethos for fuck like ten plus years now. Yeah, and unfortunately, it never seems to get off the ground. But again, the 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 dark magic-y type of characters that DC has would be a perfect fucking addition to live action, either TV shows or films. And you know, hopefully that James Cameron now that he's he's building his ten year plan has the insight or has the foresight to open it up more outside of like the Superman and Batman characters, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We have um, Shazam, the second trailer for Shazam. Mm. Yeah. Second trailer for Shazam. (laughs) Fury of the Gods dropped this week. Right. uh, Like it, what'd you think of the first Shazam? Um, You're not going to like what I think. (laughs) Really? I thought it was okay. I I I thought it was it was fun. It was definitely fun because it was something that it was its own thing. It didn't have to be you mm-hmm. know dark or brooding. It was a fun roller coaster kind of ride. Um, I I did feel like Act Three was a little kind of forced. I'm anticlimactic. I mean, but other yeah, than like that, they needed a bad a big battle. <laughs> yeah, it's like they needed it. Right, absolutely. They could have made it into its own thing, but they needed. It. And then that cameo with. Cavill, quote unquote, Cavill was also kind of weird mm. in my head. <laughs> was, but uh, yeah, uh, it's it's cool. I liked it. I liked it. Long story. Yeah, short, I'm in the it. same boat as it's you know of the DC EU era films. It's one of the more <laughs> right. I want to say enjoyable. 
Yeah. You know, like you said, it's not dark. It's not broody. It's, it's it, it knows what it is and it has fun with it. Yeah. It's not the the most like dynamic fucking acting or dynamic storyline and stuff like that. But it, it's a movie. You get what you what you paid for. Yeah. It took its risk considering what made money in the DC films, right? Dark, yeah. kind of it's, grounded, but it's like a kid who has superpowers, and it's like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> yeah. And that shot of Billy Batson. You know, leaping from the the rooftop and Shazam lightning bolt hits him and boom, he he turns into Shazam. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to go down as one of the more iconic fucking superhero shots in in any you know DC Marvel. Yeah, yeah, it's very iconic it, for that character. Yeah, so we have the trailer released. Uh, Lucy Liu and uh, Dame Helen Mirren played the daughters of Ares. And they come to seek revenge. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it Ares or Atlas? <laughs> Ares. I think I thought they said Ares. I think it's I think it's Atlas. Atlas. Yeah. It would no, be, it'd Atlas be really isn't, cool isn't a god. Oh, I have no. But idea. Atlas wasn't a god. Atlas was a, a titan. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's a god in this world. Maybe. Because if it was Ares, it would have a, a a connection with Wonder Woman, right? That would be really cool. But yeah, but that's Ares what I was dead. thinking. Oh. Uh, was it Ares? Apollo. Apollo? Or was it Apollo? I think it's Atlas. I want to say Atlas. Atlas. Yeah. I'm about 99% sure. <laughs> it's Atlas. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, if only we had a, a machine to connect us to a, a slew of information. That we yeah. That. Yeah. What would but, that be called? Some sort of I don't know. web. I don't know what you're talking about, Spaceman. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so we saw the trailer... How excited or not excited are you for this film? I'm very excited. Um, the yeah. first trailer, I was kind of like, eh, okay, <laughs> you know, like, oh, it's the family, <laughs> you know, how what? Because we when we we talked about it on our another show about the first trailer, and it did feel like mm-hmm. there had to be this huge gigantic threat in order to stave off a family of Shazams, right? And this yeah. trailer showed that. Right, there, not only was it a huge, gigantic, world-ending event with you know dragons and a bunch of explosions, but they had powers that could take the power of Shazam away from you. So, okay, so so that has me wondering: was it only the his family members? Because the the one who got the power was Billy Batson, mm-hmm. and he kind of gave it to like like ancillary power to yes, his family to yes, save him. Yes, I'm glad that you brought that up because I think that's what they're doing a soft reboot of it. Because in the first mm-hmm. one, it felt like it, they jumped the shark. Because the Shazam family, I don't know much about Shazam. I've read comics here and there. But I know that the Shazam family is a huge deal. Not in terms of just the comic book. But, you know, it's a squad of supermen. Or supermans, you know. Supermans and women's. They're, they're, yeah. they're, and they're magic-based. So they're super overpowered. So how, I've, I've, for the Fury of the Gods trailer, it seems like they're kind of taking it away. Like you said, that he's, they're the gifts. Oh, not the gifts. What are they called? The, um, the ones that were not really bestowed. They're borrowing the power from Shazam, from a Billy. Yeah. So now they t- they can take it away because it's, they're not really the champions, which opens a whole other door of like issues now because now it's on Billy's, <laughs> Billy's shoulders because he had his family to lean on, but now he can't in this threat and he doesn't look like he doesn't want to go forward without his family. Yeah, and, and I feel like he's going to have to learn to do so. Right. Like like you said, the the Shazam family is this monumentous thing that happened in the in the comic storyline where a threat is presented that he needs he needs more than just him. Right. So once he's able to overcome the daughters of blank <laughs> blank, yeah, <laughs> then he's going to be like, all right, maybe 
giving you guys these powers put you in harm's way, and I don't want that to happen to you. So it's only going to be reserved for you know super world indie yeah uh, situations <laughs> yeah definitely i i like that the movie's taking that approach because in the in the i love the whole idea of family you know family mm-hmm. in the first one but i also feel that it, it, it like you said they just needed a huge battle and, it, and it's <laughs> you see, you've seen shazam's powers in the movie and then now you multiply that multiply that by six people then it's over <laughs> you don't you, it's not like you're gonna be surprised like oh he has a you know a trump card in his seat. like nah they're gonna get their asses whooped yeah it's it, and it's also unfortunate that we're probably never gonna see a black adam versus shazam i'm okay with that <laughs> are you though <laughs> um are you? I want Black Adam to have another movie. That's my theory. Yeah. Because I would love to have him focused on that, on his very interpersonal relationship with his son. Not just mm-hmm. having killing, you know, for shock value and having a ripped off version of Painted Black and then, you know, him having, you know, just there's so many. If 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 they centered it more on his character and what he wants and what he needs, then it would be fantastic to see him go against someone who is kind of in some instances a son. If you if you really look at Billy as a kid, right, he's it's kind of like his son is reborn as Billy. And he, he, there's the conflict there that he's he sees his son in Billy Batson, you know, for example, and like that, that and then he doesn't know he's a kid until some something happens, and you know he becomes a kid, and he's like, oh no, I'm, yeah. it's happening again, but then happened back in the past, you know, what I mean, it's like that. It, I would love to see them like kind of that more personal with Black Adam. I don't know if they will though, or if ever no. Black Adam will get a movie again. Yeah, I mean, by all intents and purposes, that era of dc is done and gone yeah you know it feels like a lot, i i you had mentioned that you saw that this trailer is kind of you know spells the end <laughs> um i mean i see it in a way but at the same time we haven't heard anything of hey zachary levi is done playing shazam right. you know, <laughs> i guess we're gonna we're gonna have to wait to see how the movie does yeah because you know, that's also a massive factor in things but uh shazam being like like you said a a literal god character he needs that opposite of him and what better opposite than black adam yeah yeah absolutely and even if if it's something that you can even it's so easy i don't know man i can come with storylines now and i don't know why it's difficult to integrate that character within the storyline i like just right in in the movies billy has a very restrained relationship with the mom right uh, mm-hmm. i don't remember much about the father figure right and we don't really get that in the film right in the first film there's not really a spoken of like who is his dad or, or no. something like that so is you, you could just say that he left right just a classic story of the dad leaving or a parent leaving at this yeah. point so you could say that with black adam like what if black adam becomes that kind of father figure to him but uh it, it's obviously he's down going down a different path right so yeah. it's you can integrate that in a way that it's they go to blows due to their ideologies, right? And then rather than just you know for for frivolous reasons, but yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna suck not seeing Black Adam or Superman on like on the same screen. Yeah, that's but I guess the biggest tragedy of twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> it's physical for Honestly, me. That's- yeah, for me. Yeah. Only. Yeah. 
What did you think uh, of the well, trailer? I thought it. Yeah, you heard about me spiel, but I want to hear what you said. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, like obviously, it piqued my interest and it made me it made me be like, yeah, it's fucking Shazam. I I enjoyed the first Shazam. I again, it's the same same as you. Didn't think it was like the greatest thing ever put on film, but <laughs> I had fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and and Shazam being one of the not a character I specifically followed in my time of reading comics, but he was always there. You know, the times I, I did dive into the Justice League storylines and stuff like that mm-hmm. and seeing uh Zachary Levi especially him being you know super nerd friendly yeah those are always the best castings aren't they like Henry Cavill yeah. and Zachary Levi and Ryan Reynolds like fans of the properties yeah and then also as well like having uh Helen Mirren you know one of the greats <laughs> right. be a, a villain it also lends legitimacy to the genre I mean, granted, being said, she's also in Fast and Furious, so right. that kind of maybe nullifies it. But <laughs> it's, it's it's still it's still like very important to have these characters, you know, these these actors, you know, Robert Redford in Marvel. I was just Mirren thinking that DC, right. you know, to, to to be a part of 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 these characters of, of these movies, and you know, is it too out of the the the, the realm of possibility to say that? When they were young, they read comics and stuff like that, you know, because like comics mm-hmm. have been around for a hundred, a hundred years now. At this oh point. yeah, oh yeah. I it's humbling. It's definitely yeah. it's definitely humbling. Like Robert Redford getting a script that says Marvel Captain America, uh, so mm-hmm. the Winter Soldier. You know this 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 high caliber. <laughs> I, like look at it. I bet, uh, I bet he was like, "Am I gonna play Steve Rogers?" Yeah, I know, right? He's he's like, Robert, take your meds. <laughs> You know, and stuff like that. <laughs> they're, they've, they've gone to the point of their career where they just want to have fun. And superheroes yeah. allow that kind of fun. You don't have to, like, it, it does help with the performance, right? And Helen Mir, mm-hmm. right? Helen Mir is definitely going to pull her weight. Lucy Liu is definitely going to pull her weight. But they're also going to have fun about it. They don't have to lose sleep over how to character, how to act this character. They're just going to, you know, you're a badass uh, god, Whoops a mass. Yeah. You know? <laughs> a goddess, yeah. Yeah, a yeah, goddess, goddess. Yeah. Yeah, and then and it it's fantastic to see the, these actors dive into a genre that, you know, the the greats look down upon. Mm-hmm. And um the trailer, it just makes it seem like this is gonna be awesome. Um I hope that it it does better than uh you know, let's say Black Adam, because <laughs> I want I want Zachary Levi to continue playing that role. Yeah, I think he brings a, a level of joyfulness. You know, it's, it's you know to say that it's like a, a he represents like what Billy Batson should be when he's a Shazam, because ultimately ultimately he's a kid and he yeah. plays it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, he does. He he has a lot of fun. Do yeah. you, do you feel it's gonna be a little dark? Oh, I, I, it does I get had that, that feeling, right? Yeah, it does have that that little you know hinge to it, especially like if you follow the formula. Uh, the first one is like basic. The second one goes dark, and then the third one comes back up to light and happy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there's a guarantee Shazam three out there, <laughs> but it, it kind of tends to follow the formula of a lot of um, movies with sequels. How? How cool would it be if this second one is a little down in the dumps, right? Very sad. Billy kind of doesn't know where to go now. Uh, maybe he, not not like his family died or anything like that, but he's alone, right? He's the one mm-hmm. who has to shoulder the burden of being Shazam and no one else can carry him to that. So what if the third movie 
uh, he finds a tutor in the name of Clark Kent. Ooh. He has an internship at the Daily Planet as one of the reporters, and he's and Clark Kent takes him underneath his wing, and it becomes something like Ooh. where he he's like a mentor, and he's like, "You'll never understand. You're not a superhero." Uh, Billy says to Clark, "Yeah, little did he know. Like, I know where you are. I know where you feel." And he takes off his shirt, and it's a freaking. It's the S. So how cool would that be? Yeah, that would be that would be amazing. You know, especially somebody. Well, like obviously, um, my heart is set with Henry Cavill. Yeah, that's that's not gonna happen anymore. Although I am holding out hope that maybe one day they'll do like an old man Superman. Yeah, Kingdom Come and bring him back. King, yeah, Kingdom Come made me think of you can definitely have a kind of a not a disillusioned Clark, but you know retired. You could definitely mm-hmm. have that with him. Yeah, I was thinking of like uh, there's a storyline in Batman Beyond mm-hmm. where uh, Batman the Batman Beyond is introduced to the next generation of <laughs> Justice League, right? And Superman is still around, but he's been taken over by Starro. Oh, no, of course. Starro. Yeah, so. Bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking of like make him an older Superman, Uh but have him be on the bad side, on the dark side. That would be freaking cool. I would love to see a TV show of that, though, not a movie. I don't, because I feel like it's much better in a TV format. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah for for you just have more time to flush it out and stuff like that mm-hmm. make sure everything works concisely and not have you know 40 hours of, <laughs> of story on the chopping line All right let me tell you the story of krypton there was a planet circling <laughs> a red snow just, just <laughs> yeah, yeah but i'm i'm excited i can't wait i'm i, I hopefully the tickets go on sale soon it's so it's gonna be my birthday movie up. it's gonna be my birthday ah, movie the next day is my birthday nice. so uh 18th yeah yeah, so I'm nice. excited. Finally, something lands. <laughs> so finally, <laughs> nothing, no movie ever is on March 18th. That's probably the hangover day, right? Because it's St. Patty's the day before. Probably. Yeah, it's like, but I'm like the also, like, day. you have to think about the what the amount of like big budget movies that come out in March. Right. You're right. Because like March is March is a weird month for your weird races. month. <laughs> Just hey, man, like for some reason. My month is in October, and they don't really uh, release like horror films in October. Oh Jesus, that's, what, that's <laughs> like, like Christmas. <laughs> like you know, you want yeah. A that, horror. That, that month, every fucking horror film should be released in 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 October. But I guess there's only four weekends. So yeah. <laughs> oh, the pain of not having movies released on your birthday. Yeah. Well, that's been our show. Thank you so much for listening. To keep up to date with the show, like, share, and subscribe. If you like us enough to leave a rating, we'd appreciate it. I've been your host, like always, Joel, accompanied by my good buddy, Ernesto. Hey. This has been Pop Salsa. <laughs>